All right, it's episode 14 of Wickedly in Love. We are back after a very long hiatus, and if you were upset that we've been gone for a while, we've had a lot going on. We're okay. No, just that one lady from Facebook. I didn't get a chance to look up her name. Uh, she was upset, but we appreciate, <laughs> but she was, but, she, you know, we... Um, we have good reasons. If you're just new to this podcast, uh, my name is Mike Wicket. This is my wife, Lee McNabb. And this is our podcast about our journey to to, uh, to start a family and uh, the struggles we went through. We couldn't conceive naturally. We had to use some science, had to use a lot of science, as a matter of fact. And now here we are on November the 13th as we record this. And today is 30 weeks. And I want to say zero. how proud of you I am because Aww. I know that this... Let's be real here. Let's let's see here. Where, where do we leave off last? Well, where we left off was, and part of why we didn't get to the next podcast as quickly as we would have liked, is we left off with we were going to be getting the blood test back that found out the gender of mm-hmm. our baby. Uh, well, we got that first blood test back. Has it been that long since we've done one of these? Yeah. Wow. Week about week twelve. Wow. Um, we got that blood test back, and it was inconclusive. So, of course, I freak out. Mm-hmm. Um, True. Then we did the blood test again, and it came back with zero fetal DNA. A little more frustrating. Um, so that's more freak out. Now, of course, I go straight to WebMD for all Worst of my... place ever. ...medical questions. And it's either some catastrophic chromosomal issue that means the the baby will not be viable or i have what my friend jeremy and i have dubbed uh, fat blood which basically means you know the blood in your body like it's like one and a half times the blood in your body um when you're pregnant and i guess i just got a lot of blood and you got a lot of blood girl just a whole so, lot of blood so about a week and a half later we were back in uh, we had actually just gone and told my family in Michigan and Lee's family in, in Iowa, and we were just we were waiting on the gender. So about a week and a half, two weeks later, we're back in the hospital again, and we, they just said, "Finally, okay, here, let's let's get it up on the screen." Well, the problem with that is, <laughs> the problem with that is um, because we failed now. To, this dog, the, if we, she keeps looking me. I, I may have a nervous breakdown. That's where we're at currently in the uh, oh, pregnancy. That level of emotion. <laughs> um, the problem with that is with those two failed blood tests, we went in a skosh early for our 20-week ultrasound because we had no feedback on if this child was, what was going on. If this child was a male or a female. We didn't well, know. Well, not and, even and that. I mean, healthy. I, and... Yeah, I didn't care about the gender. I just wanted to know that it wasn't this crazy chromosomal defect, all these things, Down syndrome. I mean, because we're, you know, I'll be 38 when she's born. Um, maybe, well, supposed to be 38 when <laughs> she's born. Um, I mean, so we're not podcasting at this point because I don't even know if I have a viable fetus in my body mm-hmm. to continue talking about. Um, and so we go in, we do the ultrasound. Well, the problem with doing a 20 week ultrasound early. So we were there like 18 and a half, 19 weeks, um, is you can't see all the parts. Right. So, and, and baby was kind of hiding where the parts would be. And they kept trying to, it was weird to watch the nurse put her hands on, on Lee's stomach, kind of like you're folding pizza dough to try to, try to, to flip tur- the baby, to try to turn the baby and flip the baby so we could get a good camera shot of the parts. 
Well, th- those parts are not the ones I was worried about. Again, I was not worried about the gender at all. In this ultrasound, they could not find four chambers of the heart. And so now we know there's a baby in there. And um, from that testing, they could see that she did not have Down syndrome. But now she doesn't have four chambers in her heart. So then they do um, a blood test where they check hormone levels and such. Uh, and that came back fine, but it's not really a conclusive test. Then I have to go back for another ultrasound where they finally find four chambers of the heart. So at that point, that was 30, no, 23 weeks, I think. 23 weeks when we finally got the all clear. Baby's in there. She has all of her parts. She has girl parts. Um, she does not have Down syndrome or any of the other things that they can test for ahead of time. Good looking heart, good looking brain, good looking spine. All of the things. All the stuff that, you know, the, the fluid and the neck level, that, mm-hmm. that was all... Came back all well and good, which, you know, it it, it, it was a real weight off of both of our shoulders. Um, so that was number one reason why we haven't been podcasting is because I didn't know if we had anything to podcast about. Um, aside from that, we have also moved. <laughs> so we were, give, we were getting ready to have a baby. If you're familiar with the podcast, you know we had a really rough spring. We lost Lee's father. We lost our dog both in the spring. And it was just like, what other thing do we need to, what can we pile on onto this? So we decided to move out of downtown Kansas City, out to the suburbs. We bought a condo. Buying a house is stressful. Packing a house is stressful. Having a baby is stressful. And we're awesome enough to want to do all of them at the same time. Uh, so here we are now. In the And when we got here... We had some stuff to do. We had to get the floors redone, get some painting done. So we're back, and we've, we've come a long way. That is, not, that is not a reason why I wasn't podcasting, though. That was probably a big reason why you weren't podcasting, is because you have worked a project every single solitary I've been trying to get day a lot since done. we've moved. Trying to get a lot done. For me, it was first the fear of, do we actually, will we actually have a child? And then... You know, all of this that we went through to get pregnant and all of the the science and the money, let's be honest, and the disappointments and the tears and all this stuff. And I'm one of the lucky ones that gets to be nauseous and have migraines and all bloody. Do you know that I cough and blood shoots out of my nose and my mouth at the same time in clot form? Um. And I was so afraid of sounding so ungrateful. Hmm. I was so afraid of sounding ungrateful, updating you on this pregnancy was not going to be sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. And so I thought I would just keep avoiding it because I didn't want anybody to think that I was not 100% thrilled with where we were. I absolutely am. But there are many days a week that I don't. I can barely get out of bed. You know, we uh, you talk to a lot of people, a lot of women, about being pregnant, and we had this conversation with Dana, who works at our radio station at KMBZ, with me, and she has, I think, she has like fifteen kids or something. <laughs> she has like four, seven with she and her husband. Um, but the the thing was, she said, "How's how?" She asked me all the time, "How's Lee doing?" And I said. Lee's not having any fun. Like the women that are pregnant and love it and glow. They're liars. <laughs> They're bold faced liars. It just can't be real. Because you, 
you're handling this, and I've told you this, and this is not me sucking up, but I think you're doing an incredible job. Um, you're 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 carrying a baby, and I know you're having no fun whatsoever. I'm just trying to keep everything in perspective and be grateful for the opportunity that we have. Yes, to have yeah. this child. And me complaining about everything isn't going to get us anywhere. It's not going to make me feel better. And I really need to kind of be in a more positive bubble. So it's like a conscious effort every day to not just one day have I gotten up and just broken down crying and been like, She's, I just can't do it. There was only one. And, and you're... So far. <laughs> so right. far. Because we're 30 weeks today and there's still, what, 11 more to go? 10, 40 weeks. That's okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, I still have morning sickness at any and all times of the day. I still have these killer migraines. I have blood shooting out of weird holes in my body. Um, you are you know, on medication for any of this? For for those that might be going through the same thing or are worried yeah, about that? So I, I'm on anti-nausea medication, you know, but all of these things I try so hard not to take. So I try to get through as much of it as mm. I can without taking medication. I would bet I take medication less than once a week. Um, I'm anti-nausea medication. I have some migraine medication. I have anxiety medication and all that stuff, but I don't want to take it Mm -hmm. um, unless I absolutely, absolutely have to. Um, You know, and the list of things that comes along being pregnant goes on and on and on, including my greatest godsend of all time. I mean, you, of course, and maternity (laughs) underwear. Praise Jesus for maternity underwear. Why? Oh, it's more comfortable. It has a it has a white crotch, so you can evaluate the color of your discharge. And I'm very thankful for you. I'm number two. So if we're <laughs> ranking, if you're ranking things that she loves, it's her white crotch underwear, <laughs> right? And then me. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. I'm fine with being number two right now. I figure I'm not going to be number once the baby is born, and again, it is going to be a girl. She's due in January on the 22nd. Mm-hmm. Um, once the baby is born, I'll be number two for the rest of my life. No. I Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I think you'll have noticed that there's been a lot less social media posting on my end. There's been a lot less just me kind of being me, always wanting to be the center of attention type thing. Because I still just really live in a lot of fear. And I think I will live in a lot of fear until... She is in my arms. So, um, you know, we've jumped all of the hurdles. We got pregnant. Mm-hmm. We got through those two blood tests. We got through the two ultrasounds. We got, you know, all the things. Um, and now it's just, I don't know. I'm just so cautious. Well, I mean, there's been a lot of good stuff along the way, too. I mean, the, the, there's been so many different, like, I, I about, cr- I did cry. I cry a lot. But I uh, cries more than me, actually. I do. Yeah. I I cried when I felt the baby kick for the first time. I mean, I keep hearing Lee tell me that. Um, oh, this girl's a mover and a shaker. She's doing. And she gymnastics. doesn't sleep. She's got FOMO like her parents. Um, but I could never feel her. And then a couple of weeks ago, after much trying, uh, I finally felt the baby kick, and now it. Now you can just see it. Now you see it. It looks like an alien pop. <laughs> you know, it's like it, it. It's like popcorn. You know, like the like. Basically, her stomach is a trouble bubble. And, oh yeah, problematic trouble. And, and, <laughs> when the baby kicks on the inside, you know, we had the family. Um, my mom and my sister flew in from Michigan into Des Moines for 
for your baby shower. We had friends come from from Milwaukee down to Des Moines and your family and all that. I mean, that was that was an amazing weekend. Uh, we had one at work, all of our coworkers. And we'll recap all of that stuff too. But even that stuff I haven't yeah. really put on social media. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I'm thankful and I'm excited and I really play up the pregnant part, but I just am really cautiously optimistic even now. And so um, I should allow myself maybe to enjoy some of it a little bit more, but I'm getting there, getting there. Coming up, uh, the next time we release one of these, we'll record. We will not wait seven more weeks or eight weeks or whatever it's been. Like I said, we're getting there. We uh, we'll have our first birth class, our first baby class. Uh, I love to get your reaction on that. I took a lot of notes, a lot of terms, <laughs> a lot of terms to to know. But we'll do that for sure. Uh, thanks to everyone for all of your support all throughout this. And we will have more of these, we promise. So thank you so much for listening to Wickedly in Love. Um, we'll, we'll be back for episode 15 next time. Love you. I love you.